fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Is it that time already? Hey, we are ready to go for a pre-Friday celebration. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. It is almost the end of the week, which just flies right on by. These last two weeks, three weeks, have been an absolute blur to me. I don't even, I'm like, oh, it's almost the end of the week again. All right. Although I panic a little bit because there's so much to do. But, hey, this is our time to get together, to corral around, to talk about the latest issues in the world and try and figure them out. We will have the answers to the universe here before you know it. <laughs> or at least we'll try. We'll do what we can and speculate the best that we can as well. Welcome into the show. This is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Welcome aboard your Millennial General reporting for duty like we do every single day. Lots to get to today. Bottom of the hour, Ryan Bomberger. He is the co-founder of the Radiance Foundation. RadianceFoundation.org is the website. You can check those guys out as they talk about kids, pro-life kids, and saving children and adoption and that stuff. Yeah, I know. Triggering for the other side of the aisle in a world right now. But nonetheless, that's what they're there for. So Radiance Foundation will chat with uh, Ryan Bomberger. We'll talk about the uh, abortion issue. We'll talk about the transgender and the education issue with public education and the sexual identity stuff. And we'll just talk about what's going on with that entire segment. It's odd how the elections could potentially come, be coming down to those that want children and then want to have proper raising of the children and those that just don't even want the children around in the first place. So interesting platforms that we've taken for the election season and we'll go from there in just a little bit we also have some polls that are starting to come out with different races around the nation here as well we'll get to that in a second plus some other things with the baby formula shortage and some other weird things going on in the world again who would have thought these are the issues right now it's a very strange world out there and we're just doing what we can to try and survive in it so we'll get to all that and more but i think the most important breaking news that we have of the day right now would be this story. If you remember just a few months ago, there was a critique or a criticalness-ish of Joe Biden and the Biden administration for a safe smoking campaign that they came out with a while ago, trying to help individuals not overdose on the streets and helping homeless individuals or people below the poverty line get off of certain drugs and trying to get them better. And they wanted to do it by essentially giving them the free drugs. Again, why just giving things out for free is going to win over voters on the Democrat side and their mentality? I'm not quite sure, but it works. In California, they started giving away harder drugs at different clinics, so that way they're not overdosing with dirty needles on the side of the street and under bridges, but they're doing it actually nice and cleanly in a clinic while we give them you know, meth or whatever else we're, we're injecting them with because it's better to do it in a safe environment, according to the Democrats. Now, we should just say maybe we shouldn't be doing that, but... To heck, what, why not? Go to a clinic and get it for free and get the injection so it's a nice, clean needle. Well, there was a criticism of the Biden administration just a, what, a few months ago, six months ago? I don't know, time flies on by when you're trying to deal with the Biden administration and fighting their stupidity every single day, that he was handing out free smoke kits and safe smoking kits that would include none other 
than the crack pipes. Remember that? Now, the Biden administration came out, and I remember this very vividly, Jen Psaki, the former communications director for the White House, along with others under the uh, Biden administration, said, no, 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 wait a second, that's just a complete bogus, there's no actual crack pipes in there, this is a safe smoking kit to try and, you know, clean things, to try and make things safer, to try and make things better, try and get people off of drugs, and there's there's uh, different resources and tools and stuff in there, but there's no actual crack pipes in the kits. That's what they told us. That's what they said all the way back when. Now, you can take the Democrats' word as truthfully or non-truthfully as you deem necessary. But according to thefreebeacon.com, there are some that have been able to obtain said safe smoking kits in five different cities, including Boston, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, New York City, and Richmond, Virginia. And out of all five of those, all five kits had the actual crack pipe in the safe kit that was handed to the individuals. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. According to thefreebeacon.com, crack pipes are distributed in the safe smoking kits up and down the East Coast, raising questions about the Biden administration's assertion that its multi-million dollar harm reduction grant program wouldn't funnel taxpayer dollars to drug paraphernalia, which is what was actually in the bill, the drug paraphernalia. Doesn't mean crack pipes. It just means paraphernalia for drugs to try and make it cleaner so people don't OD or get dirty or get sick from it. Quote, they were never part of the kit. It was inaccurate reporting, according to Jen Psaki, as a safe smoking kit may contain alcohol swabs, lip balm, and other materials to promote hygiene and reduce the transmission of the disease. However, according to the five cities that were collected and obtained with the safe smoking kit, sure enough, there it is. The beautiful crystal clear glass crack pipe that individuals may be able to use in five out of the five that were obtained across the nation. So, shocker, Democrats lied, crackheads died. I mean, (laughs) well, maybe they didn't die. I don't know. Maybe they got their expertise from Hunter Biden. There was a little slip in there on the how-tos from Hunter, so that way they could do it appropriately and safely in that one. I want to get into the what's uh, trending story of the day, the major issue that we should be focusing on today. What's trending today? So, obviously, there's some big headlines and some blowing up internally from the Republican Party out in the state of Pennsylvania with this race that's going on for the primary for the U.S. Senate with uh, Dr. Oz, with Kathy Barnett, with the other candidate, which I can't, McCormick. McCormick was the other candidate that's in that one. And things have kind of gotten a little testy over there. As we, I don't know if we've talked much about Dr. Oz on this program a little bit here and there, but... The trying to understand the endorsement that Trump had on Dr. Oz as opposed to the McCormick, which was the wannabe really big Trumpster in that race. And then Kathy Barnett, which if you remember, if anybody's listened to this program in any way, shape or form over the last year, we've had Kathy Barnett on the program probably five, six different times when she ran for the congressional seat, the House seat, uh, just in the 2020 election. We talked to her all the way back then when she was running. We talked to her after the election when she lost and she had claimed voter fraud was going on in her district for that race specifically. And now for this race as well. We just talked to her a couple of months ago. So we'll try and get Kathy Barnett back on the program again. I am a big fan personally of Kathy Barnett. I think she's a wonderful person, a wonderful individual. She has one hell of a story to tell. She's a solid conservative. She's a huge Trump supporter, and she's a great candidate overall, and I think she would be great. Now, the question is, would she be able to win in a very purple state with some very blue-dominated areas like in Pennsylvania? 
which is really begs the question why Donald Trump ended up endorsing someone like Dr. Oz than someone like Kathy Barnett or McCormick. Now, the Dr. Oz himself, while not being the most conservative guy, has really, really taken to trying to pander to the conservative and the MAGA crowd. Because with Donald Trump's endorsement, he wants to play to that to make sure that he actually gets those votes, which is why he's been so far leading in the polls. And he was on Newsmax just a day ago talking about why so far he is up in the polls. Well, I think I'm leading because I've got the best message. And folks know I fought for them on my show for years and years. You know, I've taken on big pharma, big agrochemical companies. I've taken on big tech and even the U.S. government. I've got the scars to prove it. And I will always, always fight for you can't be bought. What President Trump said about me when he endorsed me, he said I was smart, tough, and would never let you down. And I pledge to do all those things for you. And because I'm conservative and I'm strongly in favor, because uh, I have life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, because life is about, you know, because it starts at conception, but you gotta protect yep. it through childhood. And I've been all over those issues. And the uh, Second Amendment for me is a very important part of my platform. And Ted Nugent endorsed me. The NRA gave me their there highest grade. So I'm good in the things that matter to Pennsylvania. All right, so that was Dr. Rouse on Newsmax just a day or so ago. A few things to break down here. Number one, how trustworthy is Dr. Oz? He's been a media guy. He's been in the mainstream for a long time. He's been most of a moderate. He's been Democrat for a long time. But at the same time, Donald Trump was a Democrat for a long time. Same time, Ronald Reagan was a Democrat for a long time. How trustworthy is he? Because to me, he's kind of pandering really, really hard to the right side of the aisle to really try and prove that he is Mr. Conservative, Mr. MAGA guy, that he says he is, and which is why Donald Trump ended up endorsing him, which really begs the question, why did Donald Trump endorse him? And for those that don't know, the the politics, this is the stuff that we eat up. This is the stuff that I really enjoy. I've said this so many times on the air that if I wasn't on the radio, I would love to be some type of political consultant. You say this to this certain demographic of people, you take the picture here, you go and wave over here, you do this, you do that. I love the inner workings of how a political campaign works and how they try to attract voters to their campaigns. Whether this is the proper stage or not for Dr. Oz, I don't know. Now, Kathy Barnett, who again has run for a congressional seat in the state of Pennsylvania, who is now running for the Senate, was not even mentioned over the last few months in the race, was kind of floating in the lower polls and kind of dragging as Dr. Oz and McCormick were kind of duking it out. After the abortion issues come up, Kathy Barnett came out with a pro-life message saying that your choice has been made when you get pregnant and that's no longer a choice, it's a life. She made a really brilliant video on this and she skyrocketed in the polls. According to the Real Clear Politics right now, the latest polls show Dr. Oz up slightly at 23%, Barnett now number two at 21%, and McCormick at 20%. All of them within a three-point range of each other. That's insanity as we start to heat up with the uh, midterm elections and the primaries, especially for the state of Pennsylvania. Now, Dr. Oz. Is he the best chance that Pennsylvania has being a somewhat purple state and needing a somewhat moderate candidate to win over independents or some moderate Democrats onto the Republican side and be able to win in a general election? Is something that has to be discussed there? Am I a fan of that? No. I would love to see a stronghold, conservative, solid person like Barnett coming in and actually win this race. Donald Trump apparently came out and made a statement saying that Kathy Barnett will never be able to win in the state of Pennsylvania because she's too conservative, which goes against the narrative for some in the quote-unquote MAGA or conservative fields where they want the person with the platform and with the messaging to actually win regardless of whether it's winnable or not, uh, which, 
again, that goes into the realm of politics. Do you uh, compromise a little bit on the stronghold to try and actually get a seat with 60% of your values, or do you run the candidate that has 90% of your values and risk not winning because they're not as likable or winnable to the rest of the state or to other demographics? That's a difficult decision to be made in some areas. I live in Kansas. It's a stronghold. Stronghold Republican, for the most part, we have our areas in the area I'm in, in Wichita. It's very Democrat because it's a larger city. Up in the northeastern corner, obviously, there's Kansas City and Johnson County and some other places like that. Very Democrat stronghold because they're largely populated areas. We have a uh, super majority of Republicans in our legislature, for example, but we have a Democrat governor. And she won because she won seven out of the 99 counties in the state. We have 99 counties in Kansas. She won seven or nine, I forget, I think nine in the last election. And she won because she won the most populated areas, which really reinforces my idea that I promote all the time is that for statewide elections, for Senate races, for attorney general races, for governor's races, for secretary of state's races, I think those we really need to have a electoral college at the statewide level to try and balance it out and have some rural communities across in your state, wherever your state is, and have smaller communities actually have a little bit louder voice in the electoral process. We don't have that at statewide levels right now, and I think that's something that we actually need to have. But can Kathy Barnett, a solid, super conservative individual, win the state of Pennsylvania if she ends up getting a nomination and she continues on her, uh, her popularity right now, her momentum? The other question is, is that maybe did she peak too soon? We're still however many months away from the primaries, and she had her little dip up here, and now they're going after her on the negative campaign ads. Is she going to take a hit and drop back down before the primaries? Some very interesting news coming out of Pennsylvania. We're going to stay on top of this one here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com.
bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back in. As much as I love primary season, I think primaries are really the most important election that we can have. I've said that for years on the radio because this is where we establish as a Republican Party what we stand for. The platform that we have, the conservativeness or the lack of conservatism or the mainstreamism or the big governmentism or however we want the Republican Party to look the primaries is how we do that. We beat each other up. We spar a little bit. We challenge each other for ideas. In a lighthearted way, we don't go nasty at each other for, by any means because at the end of the day, we're still on the same team promoting the same values for the most part. And I reiterate that for the most part. Uh, but we spar with each other. We challenge each other's ideas. We have debates. We talk about ways to better promote conservatism on the local levels, on the statewide levels, and on the national levels. I love the primary season. It's the most important elections that we can possibly have because that is where the tone is set for the party for us that we willingly choose to sign up for and vote for and try to promote our values through, which a large amount of voice and the large amount of money that comes through, that sort of thing. So I love primary season, but I'm telling you, the media is eating up this election between Dr. Ross, Kathy Barnett, and McCormick, because now a headline on Dredge Report, apparently there's a new term. Anybody know what the new term looks like? It's not MAGA anymore. It's Ultra MAGA. Ah, Ultra MAGA. Because according to the mainstream media, Dr. Oz is a conservative guy. Now, he's really not. He's more of a moderate, and he's working really, really, really hard to try and play himself off as a conservative by running ads about the Second Amendment, which I was honestly surprised about with some of the wording that he did on his 2A commercial, talking about using the 2A uh, issue and Second Amendment not just for hunting, not just for self-defense, but also for defense against an overbearing government, which you don't hear about very often from politicians and saying that. You usually can't say that. So kudos to him for saying that. And yes, he was endorsed by Trump. He was endorsed by Ted Cruz. He was uh, uh, by Ted Nugent. And he was endorsed by the governor of Texas. So he's got some big named conservative uh, people and names behind him with his race. Even being a somewhat moderate guy trying to move for, uh, move further to the right in order to win over that crowd. Kathy Barnett is more conservative, and she has been more consistent. So what do they do now? Dr. Oz has come out with a campaign with a mudslinging against her now, saying that she is too far right and that it's the never-Trumpers. Remember those guys all the way back when? Donald Trump's the most evil person on the face of the earth, and he's not really conservative. Well, you're right. He's not that conservative. He's conservative, but he's not a firebrand purist conservative because he's a business guy and he wants a deal. And if he's willing to compromise part of it in order to negotiate to get a better deal, that's what he does, which is what I'm thinking he's trying to do in the state of Pennsylvania as he wants a win, a notch under his belt for another endorsement that prevails, which is why he, I think, endorsed Dr. Oz, along with being friends with Sean Hannity. Dr. Oz is friends with Sean Hannity and so on and so forth. So he's kind of connected into that clique. But Trump isn't the purest of saying this is the message like an AOC type. He's saying, hey, yeah, we're promoting this movement, but hey, let's get there, even if it's a little bit slower with someone who may not be the most conservative guy because they have a better chance of winning. By saying Kathy Barnett does not have a chance to win in the state of Pennsylvania and then choosing someone like Dr. Oz, who's a little bit more on the moderate side. Now they're saying the never Trumpers are supporting Kathy Barnett to spite Trump and to spite the quote unquote MAGA movement, while at the same time now being categorized as the ultra MAGA. 
the radicals. Now, remember, the MAGA movement, according to the Democrats and to Joe Biden, the Make America Great Again people, the conservatives, the Trump supporters, they're the most radical, extreme political organization on the face of the earth and in the history of the United States. Now, take that and make them Ultra MAGA, which is what Kathy Barnett is, according to the media and according to some of those that uh, are on board with Dr. Oz as the quote-unquote moderate candidate in the race. The media is eating this up, and we have to be careful. While we like healthy debate and we like healthy sparring in a midterm election in the primaries, we also don't want to beat each other up so bad that a Democrat steps in in between while we're bickering amongst ourselves and beat each other up too bad, and the Democrat ends up winning a Senate seat that we can't afford to lose. Don't let that happen. Let's not weaken the party here. Let's stop the mudslinging. Let's spar about ideas and not about the labeling of what the candidates actually look like. Ryan Bomberger coming up on the program. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. It is a pre-Friday celebration, rocking it like we do every single day, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time, multiple radio stations all over the country, TV, live streaming, podcasting as well. Thanks for hanging out with us today. So the election in Pennsylvania, we'll get back to in a little bit here. Definitely a fascinating race right now as we see Dr. Oz taking a hit. We see Kathy Barnett. And again, we've had her on the show five, six times on the show when she ran for the congressional seat uh, in the House in her district and now running for the Senate. And uh, we need to get her back on the program to talk about some of this. But is she too conservative for Pennsylvania after coming out with her pro-life video with the abortion debate going on? Or is she... Uh, just too radical, and we need to go to Dr. Oz, the moderate that has been endorsed by Trump, which a lot of people are scratching their heads wondering, what the heck's going on with that endorsement? And did he do that? Because he's more likable in a moderate purple state as opposed to going to the extreme with someone like Kathy Barnett, who is definitely far more conservative. Definitely interesting things to can contemplate. And we'll do that here again in just a little bit. But I want to shift gears right now because as obviously the abortion issue is a hot topic right now, the legislation going out of Florida is a hot topic right now. Other states working on it as well. And the left absolutely losing their mind. It's time to get into what's trending. 
What's trending today? And I'm really happy to have this guy on the program as we talk about all these issues and more. He is a columnist. He's also the co-founder of RadianceFoundation.org and author of the book, Not Equal, Civil Rights Gone Wrong. Ryan Bomberger on the line with us here. Ryan, how are you, brother? Hey, I'm doing good, even though it's all crazy and the chaos is all around us. (laughs) Still feeling good. It's good to hear. Uh, Did you ever think that we would go into an election with the main focal point, the main talking points of both parties, of all the candidates, to drive people to the voting booth would be either a pro-life or a an abortion stance or a critical race theory or a non-critical race theory or public education for the children or mom public. It seems like everything's involved around the young kids right now. I never thought that would be the main focal point for an election season. What do you think? Well, yeah, I guess it's the economy, stupid, isn't really the main thing. <laughs> I mean, we focus so much on the economy that a lot of these other culture-shaping issues were, were taking shape, and we didn't like it, especially as, as parents. And we, you know, I'm, I'm actually from Loudoun County, Virginia, by the way. Mm-hmm. You may have heard of Loudoun County. So mm-hmm. a lot of these things were kind of like, you know, taking place underneath the surface. And what's come out is is really ugly. And there are a lot of parents who have just you know, they're awakened and yeah. I thank God for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, you said you're in Florida right now. I mean, the Florida issue has caused a lot of controversy to where we've seen stocks for Disney take a huge hit because they're trying to fight this legislation on just telling teachers, Hey, maybe you shouldn't talk about your sexual orientation to like second and third graders and trying to teach people about sexual identity. A very strange thing. I mean, we now have uh, it's, uh, uh, different uh, teachers at schools telling kids how they feel and if they feel a certain way that we should start promoting transgenderism, I mean, it's it, the world's insane right now. And again, I never thought we'd get to this point, but how did we get here? Did we just not pay attention and just allow it to kind of infiltrate in, or has it been a movement relatively recent? Well, I, I think there are concurrent things happening. One is the apathy of conservative and Christian parents and getting and, and individuals, not just parents, but individuals getting involved. And that's how we have school boards that are so out of control. Uh, we have, you know, this whole... Florida situation where they, they have dubbed the bill don't say gay, which of course is not at all what it's about. It's about parents' rights, parents having a say in how their child is educated. Um, and you have a you know public education system, which my wife was a part of for 13 years, um, and she left it because of all the indoctrination that happens. And it's undeniable. And they want to constantly put a wedge between the parent and the child. It's not just a matter of, oh, they're going to talk about, you know, 57 genders, which is ridiculous in and of itself. But it's about them indoctrinating students and separating them from their parents to say, your parents are idiots. Your parents are, you know, their thoughts are draconian. You shouldn't listen to them. Listen to us and embrace all things LGBTQ, XYZ. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's a factor that I don't think a lot of people have paid attention to is really trying to separate the kids from their parents and the generational you know, wisdom and actually being just the nurturing parents that they are. I mean, there was a, a, a new school project, I guess, for seven and eight year olds in Washington, D.C. to tell them to go home and find the racist member of their family and then come back and report it so you can help identify racism, because that's apparently now what we have to do with five and six and seven and eight year olds is teach them what racism is for them to start looking at skin colors differently, and then to go home and find the racist members of their family. I mean, that's insanity. It is, but this is the left. The left has always been fixated with separating us by the color of our skin. So it's not surprising. It just keeps on taking a different form. 
You know, it went from slavery to Jim Crow and the KKK, to, and now it's, oh, it's an academic theory. No, it isn't. It's poison. Yeah. It's, it's a toxic ideology, and they're teaching this to kindergartners to be fixated with the beautiful hues of our skin. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate for sure. Now we have legislation coming out of Washington, D.C. regarding the abortion issue with the uh, the leaked opinion coming from the Supreme Court saying that they would default that back down to the states. People losing their minds over that one. Uh, is this one, do you think, going to carry over into election season? And if so, is this going to drive our side to the polls bigger than what we've seen before, do you think? I hope so. People have to realize that the only way to change it in the states uh, that have these radical pro-abortion laws like New York, Illinois, California, the only way to change it is to actually change your state legislature. I mean, the the five justices, and maybe Justice John Roberts, I actually doubt that, but all it takes is five, and they have already indicated that they're willing to overturn Roe and Doe, and that's huge. And it's obviously caused the left, the pro-abortion left, to become apoplectic. I mean, they they are so unhinged. They can't handle the thought that somehow someone will take away the so-called right to kill an unborn child and for an abortion industry to exploit women. It almost seems like a radical cultish movement, doesn't it? I mean, between the abortion issue, between the transgender issue or the LGBTQ issue, and we see the stats already that this government grows in size over the years, that people that believe in a higher power or a faith end up dwindling, that church going ends up dwindling because we start looking towards the government for answers and people for answers as opposed to a higher power uh, to either help us out or to give us the strength within to be able to do it ourselves or however we look at that on on a religious and spiritual front. But that mindset begins to dwindle. As government begins to grow, is that what we're seeing here? Are we seeing a church of liberalism essentially coming out that's promoting these absurd uh, policies? Absolutely, and and we see we see how you know it's definitely not a higher power when you talk about the government. During COVID, we have realized how much of a lower power <laughs> government is. I mean, and, and the activists, the pro-abortion activists, constantly you know screaming, you know, no uterus, no say, but yet at the same time, but wait, I embrace non-binary and transgender. Well, they don't have uteruses. A man doesn't have a uterus, right. but yet the seven men who gave us the violence of Roe didn't have a uterus, but they have no problem with that. There's no consistency in the logic. There's no consistency in the activism. And unfortunately, it has become cult-like because how dare you suggest that we can actually tell the difference between a boy and a girl because, or a male and a female because of our genitals. Uh, You know, something that's actually determined at the the point of fertilization, not assigned at birth, which they keep using that, that, you know, pseudoscientific sort of phrase, but it is a cult. It is a cult, and if you don't bow to it, you will be called something phobic, fill-in-the-blank phobic. Yeah, exactly. It's really sad because I think it's almost a de-evolution argument when we have to question even basic biology and we're not we're not grasping the understanding of that. We're supposed to be figuring out like better physics to try and get ourselves to Mars and start civilizations out in space, not debate on basic biology again that was decided thousands of years ago, which I think is a step backwards in our evolutionary process. We're talking with Ryan Baumberger. He is the uh, author of the book Not Equal, Civil Rights Gone Wrong, also the co-founder of RadianceFoundation.org. You can find them at the RadianceFoundation.org. How do we fight this stuff? Do we fight it with the science and trying to run numbers through them and try and and blow them up with the facts? Do we try and bring the emotional argument to it, which is really what drives people to the polls? I mean, how do we battle this ongoing fight? We just keep speaking the truth and we keep loving those that we don't disagree with. And that's a difficult balance to, to speak the truth and to still love those who are so hostile to you. And by the way, it's not our side that is actually blowing things up. 
blowing things up. No. It's the other side. Exactly. Uh, and we see it, you know, with the pregnancy centers that were firebombed, or the pro-life organization that was firebombed in Madison and pregnancy centers that are being vandalized. We approach this peacefully, which is why I associate, like, the pro-life movement, for instance, with the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. We believe in nonviolence. And the other side is showing not only will they, you know, they will demand violence against the most marginalized, most vulnerable. They're now acting out in violence in order to protect a, a supremely wrong decision. Yeah. There, there's a lot for us to do, but we have to keep loving our enemies. And I, I know it's a difficult thing to do, but there are, there's a lot of brokenness out there. And we have to keep that in mind. Yeah, I am into that. We need to be that beacon of light that when everything does crumble, that we actually have our stuff together to be able to help people build back up when all this uh, comes tumbling down. we got just about a minute left here, Ryan, but talk about the Radiance Foundation. What do you guys do with this organization? We love to creatively illuminate that every human life has purpose. Whether you're planned, unplanned, able, disabled, we are passionate about illuminating that. I'm on that 1% that's used 100% of the time to justify abortion. Mm-hmm. I was conceived and raped, but I was adopted and loved. My wife was a single mom who rejected the violence of abortion. So we, we know these issues so deeply and so personally, and we love tackling you know, whether it's abortion, adoption, fatherlessness, racism, uh, you know, religious liberty, free speech, or the, the war on common sense. We address all these issues from a factivist perspective, and that's what we're passionate about. I like it, the factivist. That's what it's about. In about 20 seconds, with this abortion issue, with this identity politics issue thing, does this predominantly hit minority communities more so than anybody else? Oh, 100%. Abortion is a leading killer in the black community. I mean, abortion rates are about five times higher. In New York City, where Planned Parenthood is based, in Manhattan specifically, more black babies are aborted than born alive. So (laughs) abortion is systemic racism. All this cry about it, and it's in the industry that kills for a living. Ryan Baumberger, it is RadianceFoundation.org. Ryan, so good to talk to you, my friend. God bless you guys. Keep up the great fight. I'd love to talk to you again here real soon. Look forward to it. God bless. Hey, appreciate that very much, my friend. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll recap that conversation. We'll get into some of the other stuff and wrap up the program for a pre-Friday celebration here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks again to Ryan Bomberger coming on the program. Great to have him on. RadianceFoundation.org is the website. Go and check those guys out. Trying to value every single life. Life helping out with abortion. Not abortion, but adoption. (laughs) Trying to fight abortion. Help with adoption. And help with the value of life. And fight some of these ridiculous policies coming from the left side of the aisle. The lunacy that comes out of the left side of the aisle sometimes is pretty sad to watch. So the uh, uh, ongoing vicious, just the mudslinging attacks. Uh, Kathy Barnett, I'm going to make a claim right now. Kathy Barnett is now the new target of the left-wing mobster media and the mainstream and the moderate never-Trumpers and whoever else. She is now the target of the absolute hate that spews out to try and just belittle her and destroy everything about her. That's what's going on. Uh, Yahoo News has now come out with old tweets because that's what they did to Donald Trump. Remember when he said this like 30 years ago? Because we're in the age now to where what you say now doesn't matter, but it's what you said 40 years ago that's going to come back to haunt you because you had the skeletons and we're going to destroy you now from what you said 40 years ago. And while you may have been like young or stupid or naive or you've evolved or you changed your opinion by then, doesn't matter. We're going to come out and we're going to expose it for you. So they've come out with some different tweets that she's had trying to make her like the, look like this horrible individual. Because they don't want the now ultra, not just the MAGA, but the ultra MAGA candidate to get the nomination. So, which I just thought of something. Hold on, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. The mainstream media hating on her. Donald Trump saying that she will never win Pennsylvania because she's too radical and too far to the right. Did the mainstream media and Donald Trump actually just agree on something? Wait a second. Uh. I think my head's about to explode because I think that hell is officially frozen over and that the mainstream media has officially agreed with Donald Trump by both of them saying that she's too radical and too far to the right, while Dr. Raz is trying to hype up being Mr. Conservative. Well, I think I'm leading because I've got the best message, and folks know I fought for them on my show for years and years. You know, I've taken on big pharma, big agrochemical companies. I've taken on big tech, and even the U.S. government. I've got the scars to prove it, and I will always, always fight for you. can't be bought. What President Trump said about me when he endorsed me, he said I was smart, tough, and would never let you down. And I pledge to do all those things for you. And because I'm conservative and I'm strongly in favor, because uh, I have life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, because life is about, you know, because it starts at conception, but you got to protect yep. it through childhood. And I've been all over those issues. And the uh, Second Amendment for me is a very important part of my platform. And Ted Nugent endorsed me. The NRA gave me their there highest grade. So I'm good in the things that matter to Pennsylvanians. I don't know, man. That sounds a little desperate to me. Like, oh, look at all these great endorsements that I have. And I'm really going to do it. I promise. I really will. I, I, just, I think that sounds cheesy and fake, honestly, with Dr. Oz. That was on Newsmax, by the way, just a day or so ago as he was talking to Newsmax. Which, again, going on a conservative alternative media and TV uh, source to try and pander to the conservatives and the MAGA crowd to win them over very fascinating to me but now kathy barnett coming up in the polls is it going to be enough or is she peaking too soon she wasn't really a a 
a challenger in the race, has now jumped up with some of the abortion comments that uh, she made about pro-life and how the choice has already been made, and it's not a choice, but it's a life, and some of the stuff that she's done now. Is that going to make her peak too soon? And now that everybody, including conservatives and the MAGA crowd and the left-wing mainstream media are all going after her, is she peaking too soon? And will the negative attack ads uh, bring her back down before the primaries are actually done? That's an interesting uh, pace on this one. However... On the other hand, according to the latest national polls, that abortion and the economy are the two most important issues to individuals going in to the November midterms. According to Newsmax.com, the latest poll shows that economy and abortion issues are the headline key issues, as uh, the survey did not indicate a decisive lean about whether Republicans or Democrats should be controlling Congress, but it did say the economy was at 26% and abortion at 25%, with a collective 51% total vote on the number one concerns for the upcoming election. So if Kathy Barnett focuses solely on these social issues, and plays to the, uh, as she is, a very conservative right-wing Christian individual, she's going to win that base over, especially in the state of Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania being on the East Coast-ish, there's a lot of progressives in there. There's a lot of really big Democrats. I mean, Pittsburgh, uh, by far, is a very left-wing area, an AOC-loving crowd. Not sure why I've been to, Pennsylvania, uh, been to Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful area. Why there's so many AOC and crazy radical left-wingers in there, I'm not quite sure on that front, other than just being you know, a blue-collar state with uh, some steel mills and some of the uh, labor going on there that the Democrats really try to control on that front, but they're also very socially conservative on many issues, which could play well to Kathy Barnett. Is Donald Trump right saying that she's too far right and could never win Pennsylvania? Or is she going to take over the base of the conservatives and push out Dr. Oz even after being endorsed by many conservative leaders, including President Donald Trump? What a world we live in. While the media is eating this up, trying to feed the fire and fuel it to make us even hate each other even more. We'll see what plays it. We'll follow this as we continue on. Back at it tomorrow for a Friday. Until then, this is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.